Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey everyone, I'm Evian Whitney, and this is The Sexually Liberated Woman. Why hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> long time no see. It's been a minute, um, more than a minute actually, since you've heard my voice, and I'm honestly a little embarrassed that I was gone for as long as I was. But if I could explain, things have been very, very intense (laughs) around these parts for the last nine months. I mean, they still are, as I journey slowly and trepidatiously along with you through this global pandemic we're currently in. But just on a smaller scale, like what's been going on in my personal world for the last several months, things have been very hard and very beautiful and very interesting. (laughs) So let me first start off by saying that I never, ever intended to have this long stretch of radio silence happen here. Actually, here's what I wanted to happen. This is how I planned it in my head. Big, hard, beautiful things started happening in my life around August of last year. Some of them I peeped, others sort of blindsided me. But for the ones I could see coming, I told myself, okay, things are about to get a little hectic. Take an impromptu break from the podcast, come back in October, and then you can reveal what's been going on because surely (laughs) things will be settled by then. 
You know that saying that's like, make plans, God laughs. Baby, when I tell you that God wasn't just laughing at me, they were straight up guffawing, like big, gasping belly laughs. So three major things have happened in my personal world since I last spoke to you. Uh, I made a big decision to move cross country back to LA, my hometown. Then on the eve of that big move, the moving truck, which held all of our belongings, all of our furniture, pictures, family heirlooms, all of my clothes and shoes, all of my journals and crystals, all of my podcast equipment, literally everything we had was stolen from our driveway. Yeah. And then and then right after that, my relationship with Jonathan went through a major change and transition. And now we're doing battle with that Rona. So <laughs> needless to say, things have been quite a lot for me. And while I really dislike relying on excuses, if I had to rely on them now, I feel like I have some pretty good ones. The good news is that I feel deeply in my bones that I've come out the other side of my personal tower season. Our moving truck was eventually found about a week from the day it was stolen. It was ransacked and a lot of irreplaceable stuff was either damaged or missing. But with some serious help from our community, we got closure and we rebuilt our lives. We also didn't let that tragedy stop us. We still made the move to LA after it happened. And I began to settle into my new apartment as soon as we arrived. I am so, so happy to be in LA, to be close to all of my friends and my family, to feel my skin being kissed by the sun frequently. And as for things with my relationship, honestly, there's a lot to be said about that. And I don't really want to get into it here right now. It's not that I don't want to talk about it. I definitely do. I need to. It's just a lot to go through and process. So very soon, I'll be devoting an entire episode to the state of my marriage. (laughs) So stay tuned. I didn't quite come out of these last nine months totally unscathed, but I learned a lot about my own resiliency and tenacity. I've learned a lot of lessons about the importance of faith, of self-trust, of putting myself and my desires first. And I really feel like all of that hardship and mess (laughs) was preparing me for what's happening in this moment with this global pandemic roaring through the world, halting us all in our tracks, asking us all to slow the fuck down and surrender and be deliberate with ourselves and each other. I've been thinking a lot about how much harder this experience of social distancing and quarantining and isolating would be if I hadn't gone through what I did in October, September, January, February. 
Actually, it's because of this global pandemic that I'm here with you now. I was inspired to come back from my impromptu hiatus primarily because I've got so much time on my hands (laughs) at the moment. Um, Much of the engagements and gigs I had planned for this half of the year have been either canceled or postponed. And when I finally got the last piece of my podcast equipment in the mail a couple days ago, I took that as a sign. So here I am. It's not just that, though. Um, This coronavirus has me recalibrating the way I move through the world and the things that get my attention. It has me thinking about pleasure and presence and self-healing and the restorative potential that lives in solitude. It has me being much more mindful of my relationship to myself, my body, and the way I talk to myself. During these times of social distancing, as we keep each other at arm's distance, like it or not, we are simultaneously being encouraged to use this strange new reality to come closer to ourselves. And for me, that's been looking like me coming home to my body its softness, its needs, its nuances, and what it's asking for each moment to help me ground it into that moment. Because as things are slower, quieter, I'm finding I have more space and opportunity to tune in and listen. This is both a gift and also really fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) Because one of the things I've realized in the last few days as I continue to explore all of the space that's been made is the ways I impulsively try to fill it. Like if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic right now, I would be feeling my time with work and caretaking other people. But that just isn't possible right now. And sitting with all of this space with the only thing available to fill it is the reckoning with my own aloneness and the way my body sits in that aloneness. I mean, it's been overwhelming. Lots of grief has been coming up for me to try to fill that space. Grief of the last nine months that I've not totally been able to lean into because real talk, I'm afraid of my own sadness. Um, there's been lots of shadow stuff as well, like all of my fears and traumas and heartbreaks coming to the surface, what feels like at once. There's also been pleasure. Funnily enough, pleasure has been the best way for me to come home to myself during these wild, fearful, uncertain times. And the things I'm doing are small and simple. They're not these grand gestures of luxury or indulgence, but they bring me comfort and they make my body feel good. I've been wearing perfume, even though I know (laughs) I'm not leaving the house anytime soon. I've been eating a lot of pasta with lots of cheese. I've been living in my robe. I'm actually wearing it right now. Um, (laughs) I've been dancing and cooking and sitting in the Los Angeles sun like a lizard. I've been taking spiritual baths each night to cleanse and reclaim my body as mine at the end of the day where it feels like I've absorbed everybody else's anxieties, worries, traumas, and energies. Highly recommend spiritual baths. Um, I've been applying homemade body butter to my overly washed hands. 
I've been having the best sex I've ever had with myself and really exploring what it feels and looks like to take myself as a lover. With each of these tasks, I'm making sure that all of my senses are fully engaged and that I'm present to every nuance of touch, taste, smell, and or what I'm hearing, seeing, or feeling emotionally. And the only way I can do that is if I slow the fuck down and tune into the pleasure of this moment. And I believe there is pleasure potential in every moment, no matter how shit things seem. So pleasure and sensuality and the space I've been making for my softness to reveal itself to me has been saving me. All of these things have been grounding me into my body. They've been reminding me that I can feel and experience other things than tragedy or anxiety or sadness or powerlessness. Pleasure and sensuality and my own softness have been reminding me of my power and my purpose and my potential. And so with that, I'd like to share with you some practices you can engage in that are either pleasure-centered or will help activate some form of grounding so that you can access pleasure a little easier. Because pleasure cannot live or thrive if we're disconnected from ourselves. So maybe pause this episode and grab a pen and paper to jot down some notes or just bookmark this episode to come back to later. Because if they resonate, if they make sense for you, I'd like for you to try some of these practices. Okay, so the first practice I would love for you to try, and it's something I've been relying on a lot because it's so simple, I invite you to apply some lotion to your hands and see if you can draw out that act for three minutes. So set a timer and slow down. Savor each touch and feel of your own hands, your fingers, Connect to your breath. Breathe in the scent of the lotion in your palms. Breathe in your own softness. And let the practice flow and go from there. What I love about this simple task is that it regulates your central nervous system, and the pleasure you're gently engaging in is helping you ground into your body. Another simple but powerful way to initiate and call in more pleasure in your life is by asking the question anytime you can remember it throughout the day. What do I need in this moment in order to feel good? This is a question that may sound familiar to clients of mine because I have them ask it to themselves pretty frequently. Whatever the answer is to that question, give yourself permission to act on that pleasure and fully indulge in it. Oftentimes, what our body needs in order to feel good in that moment is simple enough that it's right at our fingertips. But (laughs) there are times when what we really, really need in order to feel good just isn't within reach, either because it's not readily available or what we want would, I don't know, require us to go outside and the whole world has shut down. So we're not allowed to do that right now. Thanks, Rona. (laughs) Uh, In that case, Please don't shut down desire or the desire to experience it in that moment. Instead, use that time to acknowledge pleasure by saying, okay, 
What would make this moment more pleasurable for me is if I could experience some physical touch with someone right now. But since I'm not able to do that, I'm going to thank the desire for showing up. Thank you. And see if I can find something physical touch adjacent to engage in. Like maybe that practice I gave earlier about putting lotion on your hands for three minutes. I say all of that because I've seen so many people shut down their desires because they're like, well, what I want, I can't have. So what's the use? Which does such a disservice to pleasure. Because as I've said before, there's pleasure potential in every moment. Maybe it doesn't look exactly the way you want it to, but it's a great opportunity to try to find and engage with pleasure even within those limitations. There's a lot of gorgeousness in ordinary pleasures. I actually think that that's where the real pleasure magic is. Because listen, sitting in a bubble bath with roses and candles and chocolates, that pleasure is easy. Imagine what new depths of pleasure and feeling and connection you can cultivate and experience while calling in pleasure when sitting in traffic, for instance. Just something to think about. Okay, the next practice I want to share is what I call the certainty practice. I started doing this intuitively a few weeks ago when I could feel myself spiraling into fear and anxiety about what's going on in the world right now. There are a lot of things we do not know right now, and the uncertainty is what's making us antsy, nervous, fearful, and understandably so. So with the certainty practice, when you feel your mind taking you down a rabbit hole of all the things you don't know, whether you can afford groceries this week, if your loved ones are going to be okay, when all of this is going to end, if you're mindful enough in that moment to catch it, you stop take a breath and ask, uncertainty has me scared, worried, anxious, angry, whatever in this moment. But what do I know for sure right now? Then you answer, answering the most mundane and obvious things first. Uh, I know I have a roof over my head right now. I know that my heart is still beating. I know that I have food in my refrigerator. I know that the sun is shining or The sky is cloudy if the sky is cloudy. I know that it's four o'clock in the afternoon and so on. Then if you feel like you're able to make space for some macro level certainties, you can cycle through those as well. Like, I know that my friends and my family love me. I know that I have the tools to take care of myself. I know that my ancestors got my back. Uh, I know that all of this, this pandemic, these hard, uncertain times are temporary. And I know that I have the resiliency to get through this. The certainty practice has been huge in helping me find grounding in myself when uncertainty is trying to take me out of that place. So give it a try whenever you find yourself spiraling in the not knowing. And the last practice I want to offer you is something you might already be familiar with if you follow me on Instagram. I've been doing these sensual dance meditation sessions every Friday on Instagram Live, which sensual dance meditation, if you didn't know, is a mindful movement practice that connects us to our body, emotions, and senses through dance. 
It's super simple to do and has helped me tremendously in not just coming back into my body, but to really feel into the pleasure of having this body. If you want to try it out, turn on a song that never fails to get you moving and dance it out. And while dancing, stay as connected to your body as possible. Connect to your breath, to how it feels to have your feet tapping the ground. Connect to any emotions that arise and give them space to be expressed or released through your movements. If you need some inspiration, I've got some resources for you in the show notes. Uh, I've got some playlists I made that you can dance to and a video of me doing the practice so you can get a sense of what it looks like. Now, you don't have to get that intentional with this practice if you don't have the capacity for it. You can just turn on a song or two and dance to your heart's content. That is more than enough. But if you do want to try sensual dance meditation, I'll be facilitating another session this coming Friday on Instagram. The best way to know the when and where is by following me over there. Uh, I'm at evian.whitney, E-V-Y-A-N.whitney. Hundreds of people show up. We create this beautiful, bustling community, and it's a lot of fun. So feel free to come and join us if you're into it. So those are the practices of pleasure and sensuality that's been keeping me together throughout these tumultuous times. (laughs) If you end up exploring them, I hope that they restore a sense of balance, strength, and ease into your body. I hope they remind you of your tenacity and resilience, and I hope that you're able to find small moments of peace and pleasure as we all continue to move forward into the wild unknown. And hey, thank you so much for your patience for your grace with me as I have taken some time once more to uh, take a break from the podcast. I'm so happy to be back and I can't wait for the exciting episodes that are to come. Until we speak again, take care of yourself and each other, protect your energy and your pleasure, and just know we're going to get through this together. This podcast is produced, edited, and designed by me, Evian Whitney. Find me on my website, evianwhitney.com, and on Instagram at evian.whitney to keep up with me and my work. The Sexually Liberated Woman is made possible with community support from each one of my very special patrons on Patreon. If you want to help sustain the sexually liberated woman, go to patreon.com slash SLW podcast and become a patron. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple podcasts. It helps others find the show. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.